Welcome back to the Talks Podcast, guys. We didn't introduce ourselves last week because um, <laughs> y'all should know who we are by now. But in case you forgot, and it's been some months. Yeah. It has been some months, so it's you know a quick refresher. We were. Wow. Um, Why can't I hear nothing? Couldn't hear her at all. Is your mic on? Oh my god. Yeah, mic was not on. It wasn't. I knew it. I just knew. <laughs> I didn't hear myself, but I knew I wasn't sounding like anything. That's weird. I just felt I just felt the vibrations was not going through these goddamn I'm glad we fixed it because I would have been like, anyone else notice that her headphones were not? And that the yeah, mic was muted the whole she time. she was fired without knowing she was fired. I mean, it can that happen at any time. That would have been a you know bad thing. Who am I dancing for? <laughs> Who are you dancing for? I can't read that. Something cherry. Oh, Angie. Oh. Hey. What up, cherry? Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. Come on, now you know the people. What up, Chef Cherry? Yes. Pool party. Oh, the food. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. All right. Well, we're anyway. Still haven't introduced ourselves. Hi, <laughs> it's your boy Daka, and to my left, finally, to my left, I can say, your boy Blue, and to my left, I don't have nobody to my left. <laughs> it's your girl Niall, Sunflower Shakur, and we back, baby. You do have somebody to your left. You got the talk pass. Yeah, uh, know, duh. Live. Oh yeah, guys. I'm sorry. We live right now. We live, baby. <laughs> and um, you know, it won't really matter by the time y'all hear this, but <laughs> the point is, we're gonna start doing that. So we are gonna go live on our IG page every week, every time we record, because we've been saying we're gonna get a camera in here for the past almost a year. Wow, that's another story. Um, but we finally have a camera in here. We finally got the bright idea to go live, so you guys will get to see some of the raw, real. Behind the scenes, <laughs> bullshit <laughs> every week. <laughs> so we're gonna try it, and then um, you know if uh, we get a lot of backlash, which we shouldn't, but if we do, uh, stop it. Yeah, we don't get backlash. I don't think so. We're pretty calm, <laughs> cool, calm, and collected around here. Why both of y'all stop and look at me? Because you look like you was about to say something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, <I> was... <laughs> like the whole. Oh no, just, I'm just I'm know, just waiting. in some messages. Oh, she's, oh okay, she's, okay. she's going through some forlorn. Right Got now. you. Thought she was about to correct us. I like. thought she was. <laughs> no. Although it would probably be her. So how's everyone doing this week? We um, are good. Good. Any uh a little better. A little better. That's good. That's good. Naya, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. <laughs> we know why she's feeling great, but <laughs> <laughs> And yourself? I am doing well. I'm doing good. It's been a it's been a better week. It's been a better week, but we're hanging in there. All right. We're hanging in there. All right. So, last week, we talked about all of the uh Oh, girl, I'm not at home. <laughs> but she said she's not at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I broke out. Fuck quarantine. <laughs> right. So. Oh, we over here being rebels, not six feet apart, no mask. <laughs> I mean, we're in the studio. They said we didn't have to do that, though. Not in here. Who, the white people? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So, here we are. We're back. We're back in the stew um, for another week. Last week, we talked about um, all of the 
things going on with the protests and Black Lives Matter and um, the George Floyd case, Breonna Taylor, and all the other nameless and named individuals that have um, been victims of police brutality. You know what I haven't seen a lot of? And like, I'm just like, did everybody forget about him? Sean Reed? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is very true. I haven't seen much about him. And not saying that anybody's light should be dimmed for anybody else. Because, yeah, so much to keep up with. Like, I think I woke up to this morning to, like, three new cop-related deaths. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, like, they was like, you know what? Fuck it. They're going to get us racist out of here. Let's kill as many niggers as we can. I really feel like that's the mindset. I'm just like, y'all don't think, oh, let me not be the next what the fuck is the cop's name? That guy? Chauvin. Like, whoa. Let me not be that person. Like, mm-hmm. no, you're just like, I'm just going to excessively use force. Like, fuck it at this point. Yeah. Did y'all see the, I think it was the chief of police from Minneapolis got on TV last week and was talking about um, how victimized the police feel. Is that the one where they put the Django oh. um, thing overlapping it? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. All I hear is criticize, criticize, yeah. criticize. That's what we, we went on there talking about. So all people are doing is criticizing, 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 um, not treating us like people. Oh, and I was the, like, the, the, the white guy. Yeah. yeah. The, um, With not a single black officer yeah. behind him. He was the um, the uh, president of the, the police union. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. No, but yeah. the and you saw where they put I didn't the, see the Yeah, the they put K, they put KKK hoods on all of them oh, and Lord. then put that sound bite over the video. My wife made these She said up all night cutting. No, I didn't all see you that. You sons of bitches and all I hear is criticize, criticize, criticize. <laughs> Don't ask me a mind for nothing. Listen, I didn't see that, but I did yeah. see him doing all of that and I I I I walked away from. I walked away because I, I was like, "You don't get to cry. You don't get to cry." I, just, I was like, "I just find it." No, y'all I saw Shorty funny how. who was crying. <laughs> well, her and her daddy was crying because he had explained to her while as a police officer he has to go out into this world with these negative connotations and how she doesn't know if her daddy gonna come back home. So, first of all, you didn't know that anyway because that's his fucking job, bitch. Right. <laughs> You signed up. To, he you, signed up. You took you. Yeah, you. That that's that was my whole thing about like when it came to when we were getting drafted into um World War Three, and oh, you yeah. know at the start of the year we know well, we all thought we were we getting thought, drafted yeah, yeah. into World War Three, and like all the military personnel were like. You stop making jokes, blah, blah, blah. This is serious for us. And it's like nobody's saying that everything that y'all are going through isn't serious. But you fucking signed up. Like, yeah. how are we supposed to like we just not supposed to be black people as a unit aren't just supposed to be funny? We find we think we make everything funny. That's what we had. How else was we gonna get through slavery? That is literally how we cope. That's and so it's a coping mechanism. It really is. So it's just like for like I don't know. Just I just see a lot of yeah. that pattern just in different realms yeah. when it comes to a lot of different stuff, and especially with that white girl and her crying on her daddy's shoulder. It's yeah, like I you can take your uniform one. off, but we right. can't we take can't our take skin off. off. Speaking Not of, at all. Speaking of the military part, there was a um, someone else that put a something on Twitter. You know, someone started somewhere. But they were like, can we talk about how the army needs to stop coming into low income like neighborhoods and schools and drafting, like um, selling young black men these dreams of like, you can get a good car, you can get a good house and all sorts of stuff. You get a challenger. Yeah. Get it's a- always the car. 
it's oh, it's always a challenge. I was, and you know, <laughs> so, I didn't think that that was really a thing until like my cousin went Who and he we got a charger too. I was like, what you <laughs> I was Every like, you single charge one. It's like you signed the line and just one just, Boom, just dropped off at your house. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, oh my god! But I think there's like, hmm, there's something to that because like every like, and not to say that the military is not a viable, you know, thing. I mean, I have military all them through my family, and I respect them and everything like that. But there is an out. There is. I think there was some truth to that statement that we, especially like at our high school. Like you saw the military all of them through there, like army mm-hmm. recruiters. All well, we had ROTC. We did have ROTC, but I mean, I've seen, I've been to other schools too, like other like you know predominantly black schools mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. brown schools. And it's like they want us know. on the front lines. They try to kill us off. Yeah, as I say, we didn't have ROTC, but every graduation season, army was there. Army, Marines. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of them, except well, for the Air Force. Air Force never showed. You up. know, the Navy was but never Marines, at ours. Yeah, Marines and Army was there. Mm. Navy and Air Force never. Yeah, well, we had Air Force. Air Force would come. Everyone would come except the Navy. And I guess, like, it's hard to find. I guess it's, well, you have to be somewhere near a naval base to have, like, Navy ROTC in, like, high school and stuff. Because yeah. they do yeah. have them. But, um, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's what we were talking about last week. So that's some of the new things this week. Um, what else have y'all seen going on this week? <laughs> on a, well, we'll start with all the real stuff first. Then we'll get into the funny shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. I was going towards. Oh, you're going for a funny <laughs> show? Okay. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I, I didn't know if you had something serious. Now, go ahead. I mean, you know, we do, but, you know. Um, no, the, the I don't know if y'all seen the Instagram group, Karen's Going Wild. I've, I oh, didn't know there was an Instagram group, but I have well, started yeah, seeing a spike of Karen videos being shared. Yeah, yeah there's a Instagram page called Karen's Going Wild. Some of them are humorous. Some of them is just like what the fuck. Yeah. yeah. But I think even with the what the fuck is is still you get a chuckle out of it. Like it's just like why? Like, like why? why do you why are you filled with this much angst? Yeah. And like need to be this disrespectful. And like some of the racism really is a mental disease. Not to say that you should that should be like a, a oh yeah, something's mentally wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah. But like you just kind of see like some people who aren't already there mm-hmm. and then they're on top of that racist mm-hmm. it's a whole different ballpark it than is. dealing with somebody who's like caught you know able to be lucid and racist yeah. mm-hmm. like it's just like they just ate anything and then like when you hear like the way they i mean racism doesn't make sense anyway but when you hear the way that they string together stuff the stuff the audacity the goal that they have to have some of these words come out their mouths and it's just like I'm glad I have yet to be put in that situation. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I would handle I, I probably would laugh like most of the other people would do. Like, did you, you see the one stupid. where the where the girl was um working out? And I guess yeah. she rolled her eyes at the fact that the lady chose that specific staircase to come down, even though I guess there was yeah. other options. And that old lady has been in other videos. Really? Yeah. Oh, she was see, in a video a arguing with the, with the uh, <laughs> a young Asian dude. That oh dude? Okay, yeah. because the first one so was she has Asian a thing lady. against yeah. Asian people yeah. Yeah. apparently. And I'm like, lady. You you may be old, but somebody somebody gonna whoop like, your ass eventually. She was like, and then what are you doing wearing black in LA? Right. You don't wear black in California. Are you crazy? I'm like, 
It's and like, I laugh because I'm like, who's who thinks about that to be and that is like, thing, like, like and she was how pissed. Do you she was like, that? how dare you wear black in California? What is wrong with you? Like, Literally. like, like this girl was <laughs> shitting in the middle of the park. Like, just <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, wearing my workout stuff, bitch. Right, like, oh, yeah. and then this whole thing because she said the same thing to the guy of you know you don't know who my family is. They're gonna beat the shit out of you. They're gonna. What? Girl, because what? I'm sitting so now here you're working out and the other guy was me. leaving the grocery store. So they can't go grocery shopping? Oh. And she can't work out in the park? No. Like, come on, man. We can't How do anything. Like, <laughs> we can't work out. We can't be kids. We can't, like, we can't do anything. And I like the fact that uh, with the mod, I don't know if I'm ever saying his last name right. How do y'all? Aubrey. Okay. Um, I never know. I never know. I'm very glad that um, the videos came out that there were multiple people yeah. going into that house. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I was just talking like, there's so many things that I've done in my life with pure like innocence mm-hmm. that probably were defined as illegal, or like somebody could obviously think I'm maybe doing something illegal. Like, I have this habit of if I see your car lights on in your car, I will check your door, mm-hmm. turn off your car lights, lock your car. It's your door because your fucking lights are on, your battery about to die, and your car was just unlocked, dumbass. So, like, but I'm literally, like, I understand that there are people who probably would have seen that and been like, oh, I got a car. I never see it that way. I'm yeah, yeah. like, let me just turn off your damn lights for you. I don't know who you are. I can't go knocking on doors and be like, hey, do you got this car? Right, Is your right. lights out? Yeah. So, like, but I do, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was a different time because it really wasn't because racism has always been around. But I'm just glad that all the times that I've ever done that has never mm-hmm. been a situation where somebody thought I was breaking into the car. I've never been caught, but like somebody found me, called yeah, the police right, or right. anything yeah, like so, that. Yeah. And or, you know, um, attempted to hunt you down. Or attempted to hunt yeah. me down thinking that I was trying to steal you know? items, your your gum yeah. and your hand sanitizer right. and your console. Like <laughs> it's, the, it's the vigilante shit that gets me because it's just like the hunting down part. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Now, if you're a citizen, on citizen watch or whatever the fuck you're saying that you're doing like there is a line where it's like okay this is out of my jurisdiction now like um no i got a gun i can stand my ground it's like it's okay. america right and that's uh, and that's the mind citizens are and it, and it seems like it, w- once they let george, uh, george zimmerman get away with that mm-hmm. that's really what it was like it is now mm. i mean it, it would happen you would try to have the citizen arrest but there wasn't the the gun involved. It was just trying to. I'm going to block you I'm into a, the police. I'm going to wrestle you here. down, right. maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then when Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman happened, he got off. Now it's like, oh, I got permission to do that. I can actually yeah. do what I want to do. That's, that's kill really what it is. Right. Yep. No, and friend, all I got to do is say I was standing my ground or citizens. Arrest. I felt threatened. Something I wanted to talk to y'all about because um, I've personally never really had to deal with it. But um, my friend brought up to uh, no matter. My friend brought up the <laughs> fact that. Um, when they moved into different neighborhoods, mm-hmm. her dad used to walk around with her brother and go to like different houses and introduce oh, yeah. themselves because they didn't want to be called, the police called on them because there's these random black people in the neighborhood. Right. Yeah, yeah. Have y'all ha- like had to do that growing up? I have not. I've always lived, well, when I was younger, the neighborhood I lived in in Florida, I don't think my parents did that, but I think there were 
Um, I would assume there's probably like a lot of Navy families that live there too, because like, you know, we moved wherever my dad was stationed. Um, then we moved up here, we moved into an all black neighborhood. We just got like white people and some like Hispanic people in the last few years. But conversely, they don't, I mean, they've introduced themselves, so we see them out and everything. But like, mm-hmm. as far as them having to do that thing, going mm-hmm. door to door, no. So I've never done that. Um, but I could definitely see why yeah. that would be a thing. And it's sad that that has to be a thing. One of yeah. my favorite J. Cole videos, because one, he's a great mind. All his J. videos does. are great. But um, the neighbors think I'm selling dope. And the fact yeah, that he yeah, used yeah. his real house mm-hmm. footage right. of, the, of them into his busting yeah. into his house SWAT yeah. team style. And it's like, just because you saw a black man mm-hmm. with kinky hair moving into your neighborhood yeah. and you yeah. thought, that ain't no way. That actually just no recently way. happened to somebody last week, I think. Or within the last two weeks, mm. um, moving into a predominantly white neighborhood in mm-hmm. the suburbs, and while he's in his home, you know they called the police, and the police didn't even you know try to knock on the door. And they all bust in with their guns drawn. Yeah, see, no, that's crazy. No, I don't, and I don't, and that's like what it's the, like. Everybody celebrate, oh, they're trying to make Juneteenth. No, I'm tired of all this symbolic shit. Like, I don't uh-huh. need Black Lives Matter. It's like, first of all, anybody can't order a fucking street sign, get some fucking power tools, and any DC crackhead can climb that fucking pole and put that shit in there. Anybody can graffiti some fucking streets. That's why you ask me a suit now. Like, none of that shit, like, does anything towards... I know you can't bring none of these lives back, but you can at least do something to show that you recognize that this life was wrongly taken. All these unwarranted um, arrests. I don't care if you, you tell me y'all couldn't check the fucking house and make sure y'all was at the right fucking house right. before y'all kick the doors down and go shooting a sleeping woman. Yeah. And then the fact that this man don't know what the hell going on. Right. He probably would sleep his damn self. Mm-hmm. He's shooting back, and now he's a he's arrested. Yeah, he's in jail, and it, and it's just really sad. Like yeah. I just watched this video. The Spanish dude he got pulled over because um they wanted to check the tents on his window. I asked him if he had a gun. He said, yes, I do have a registered firearm in my vehicle. So then the lady cop off screen was like, I think we have enough to. Search. So then they um ask him to get out, and he's like, "No, I don't want to get out. Like, why do I have to get out? Right. I told you that I have a registered gun. Um, you have yet to ask me for my license or registration right. or anything. And I asked you, can I speak to your supervisor? And you said after you're done arresting me, like, no, that's way past the time <laughs> in which I need to be speaking to exactly. this person. And then like. She, he was just like, I want to speak to your supervisor. And the guy kept saying no. And the next thing you know, you just see the lady cop pull her gun out. Not her taser. Not, no, she pulls her full weapon out and has it pointed at this man's head. And he's like, wow. whoa. Like, why did this escalate? Like, because you want to get out the car and you're resisting arrest. I'm not resisting arrest. I asked you a question. And that's the thing about fucking police officers. You are here to serve and protect. And I get that you have to be proactive and there are people who lie and there are master criminals and all that other shit. But if I'm talking to you like you're a human, don't talk down on me. Don't belittle me. You are not my... I don't let my parents talk down on me. And anybody who knows me knows that like everybody in my life treats me like needs to be treating me as equal because I'm going to treat you as equal. I don't care if you're my boss. I don't care who you are to me. Mm-hmm. I will have a different professional respect for you yeah. or, you know, familial respect. But at the end of the day, if I feel as though you're talking to me crazy, then I'm going to have to start talking to you crazy. 
Yeah. And if I if I come to you and I say, and, and we see this all the time, multiple videos. Well, can I have your badge? You don't need my badge number. Can I have you say you don't need my? You are Why a don't I need? Servant, so so you have to if you were doing something, if right. you were doing something right, you wouldn't have no issues handing me exactly. over any of this information exactly. that I was asking for. But because you know you're fucked up, you know you're wrong. You want me to? You want to slam my phone out my hand? Mm -hmm. You want to refuse to give me information? But if I refuse to give you information, oh, now I'm suddenly being detained. Exactly. Fuck out of here. Exactly. No. And the messed up thing, the other messed up thing with what she was mentioning with Brianna Taylor is how did you not know the people you were looking for were already locked up? Oh Lord, I didn't like, even know that. that. That's, I didn't know yeah, that either. What? Those people, the, the people that they were looking for were already detained and in jail. How did you not know that? That's what makes it so worse. Like not only did you go in there just blowing the door down, then you go in automatically shooting. You went in, and the people you're looking for are already detained. Like, how did not you not know right that information? House, the people already detained. It's Thank just you. so many and the different people layers. That was detained didn't even live in that complex, so you was just in the wrong just area. The wrong period. Area. That's like I keep saying. Like that, like I said, the closest thing that ever happened to me was when I got pulled over outside my neighborhood. They were looking for. They didn't even tell me what they were actually looking for, mm -hmm. who they were looking for, but whatever they were looking for, I knew for a fact it was two blocks down because I heard the shots right. going on two blocks down. I'm saying, you need to go that way. Like, so and just to think how left that could have gone. Like, mm -hmm. that makes no sense. How are you, the fact that, that that just shows a whole other level of ignorance and like, not even like following whatever protocol they had of mm -hmm. like, you didn't even check to see, how do you not, like you said, how do you not know how do people you not you're looking know? for are not even on the fucking street anymore? Right. And then I think a lot of people, I think now in current generations, even though it was happening before, now, I think we run into this a lot more when you have the people that grew up on TV and seeing force of police, like uh -huh. cops, and then live PD, mm -hmm. First 48, being sensationalized, you know, sensationalized yeah. and seeing that as entertainment and, oh, I want to do that and I'm going to uh -huh. be like that, yeah. da, da, da. Then you get these people that go in there and try to act like that, right? Yeah, and the thing is, most of the time when you're... <laughs> like most cops like when you first start out you're either doing paperwork or you're on like a right. traffic beat or some shit like that right. you're not out here special forces exactly. you're not out here solving murders and detective shit like, exactly and then that was one thing that I did see last week um, Live PD got cancelled right yeah cops got cancelled and cops got cancelled mm -hmm. and I think it was Thursday I heard the, the uh, Dan Abrams the host of Live PD yeah. being interviewed on CNN and he was very upset that Live PD got canceled mm -hmm. because he considered the show more of a documentary type of show versus entertainment. And the um, anchor that was interviewing him was like, it's definitely for ratings and ratings yeah. is for entertainment, entertainment purposes. <laughs> You're in prime time. How is this, you know, this it's is for entertainment. so behind. Daryl's talking right now. Like, <laughs> And, you know, he, he, like, you know, arguing with her about that. And I'm like, well, people do watch First 48 Live mm -hmm. PD and Cops for entertainment I purposes. I watched First 48 for entertainment. You don't watch it to be like, oh, my oh. God. Now, you may watch, um like, crime TV yeah. for, like, the documentaries or, you know, investigation or, discovery. Or um, Fatal Attraction on BT. Right. Like, that's but show. But talking yeah. about that, um, to be honest, I wasn't listening. So I hope you didn't talk about this. Talking about <laughs> <laughs> 
She was on our live. At least she kept it real. At least we know. She was doing talks work, y'all. It's okay. Um, talking about that, though, I was bringing in like black on black crime and white on white crime and stuff like that. Uh, what really pisses too. me off with that is, um, first of all, there's a lot of white on white crime. Well, mm-hmm. backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. There's black on black crime because black people live near black people and they're doing black crimes against each other. It's, if that right. white person, if that person that they decided to rob that they was white, they would have robbed them. They're not gonna go. Oh, it's a white guy. I'm not gonna rob this person. Right. I'm looking for an- another yeah, black I'm guy. No, they literally have beef with this person. It so happens to be a black person because of black people. Ooh, ooh, black people live in the same neighborhood. When the mic got out. <laughs> She got a little too close to the A little too close. <laughs> well, I mean, it touched you now. I know, I'm dead. I know, I got the virus. Oh. Let's open because I mean, damn. Jesus. No. Live. But <laughs> seriously. <clears throat> um. But no, and and that's and nobody talks about the fact that. When people are highly populated with the same racial areas, mm-hmm. yes. and they're, you know, of course, that's why th- that crime happens against that. They like to dust that under the rug when it comes mm-hmm. to black people. They do. And, um, but everybody else is just, ba- it's regular crime. Like, yeah. but they got to slap black crime on we'll everything. Let you know that they will debunk that real quick and say, mm-hmm. and white people commit crimes against white people because. That's the same thing with yeah. like poverty. <laughs> when they try and say, like, oh, this is a high poverty area, like when they try and classify schools, like, oh, this is a high yeah. poverty yeah. school. It's like, well, you're sending. The same people that live in the same place, coming from the same socioeconomic mm-hmm. status, to the same school. So exactly, yes, it's going to be and the same demographic, same poverty level, all that stuff. So, and you because they're in that neighborhood, program. the government isn't giving them the exactly. assistance. Exactly, they need. so you're that's, not putting the money in there. Your stats are shit. Yeah, <laughs> but um, the second point would be the fact that white crime is romanticized. And that's why we have all these crime shows and Mm -hmm. Ted Bundy documentaries and just all this stuff. It's like there's literally multiple crime shows, not one, not two. There are multiple white focused crime shows on white crime and it's all romanticized there. I think there's probably like two to three black focused ones. First 48 fatal attractions, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. For my man. Yeah. For my man. Like those are like the few black ones that we got out here. But for the most part, they're all white people and white crimes. And they might have two to three episodes that season sprinkled with some black people up in there. Do some crazy, crazy stuff. Let me, let me murder my whole family because I wanted to, marry my side chick but I didn't want her to take 50% so I'm gonna just murder everybody including like, the kids including the kids including the kids like what the fuck and it just be like oh but let me he did it for love let me go let me go right, put like, money on his let me go wrong. put his money on his bugs you got you got the family photo up there but yeah. little and they picked the best photos of the right. best pictures but Raheem got arrested one time when he and was y'all 12 found his y'all found some mugshot <laughs> y'all found some picture with him and his friends wearing their oversized clothes mm-hmm. drawing up yeah. fake gang signs mm-hmm. and he I was he best, was murdered the best depiction <laughs> of that that what you just said which we all know it's true is if we think back to when Trayvon got I knew killed, that's what you yeah. was going to say and yep. how quick the media put in uh, like what kid at his age at that time was not wearing grills and taking pictures exactly. and whatever like and what does a grill have what to does do because white do people anything? wear grills thank you 
They think that shit's so fucking fancy exactly. and cute. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like, and I've said before, like, you know, we, if we, if any of us at this point in time were to get arrested for something or un- end up as something like this, they're gonna have, they're gonna, they're gonna go and find that most. "Quote unquote ghetto ass picture of us because we all got them. We were we're, ch- we're children of the early two thousands. We yeah. all got a damn pic yeah. of us looking like fucking Ja Rule, like somewhere in here. Like so, like you know what I mean. Like, they will definitely go back and find my pictures from high school. <laughs> Niall, shut up. I see her from high school and in early college. Yeah, like, like with my braids, with your and, braids. and rag and, and oversized. And jeans. so it's it's really like it's this. You're, you're right. He wore Air whole, Force Ones. Okay, <laughs> like. It's, so you're right now. It's this whole romanticization. It is. It's all romanticized. That's why all these like white people be going in jail for like being serial killers, and then it's like 50 women like trying to marry them while they're in jail, break now. them out, mm-hmm. like petition for them. Forgot about that because that happened. What was that last year or year before last when the lady broke helped the guy break out of prison? I think in oh, yeah. Pennsylvania yeah, or somewhere yeah. in there, and they ended up making it to upstate New York. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many stories like that. Like I'm an unsolved and, mystery and, and holic. They didn't get killed. Well, and that's all you ever them. see. Like yeah. updates. They finally was caught. <laughs> like, yeah. After 20 years on the like, oh, I gotta say this. Um Speak I don't care mind. if I kill somebody, if I you know, if I rob series of places. If you've been living next door to me for 15 years while I've been on the goddamn lamb and we ain't never had no fucking issues, don't call the cops on me because you saw an Unsolved Mystery episode on my ass. Leave me alone. Leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) We was good, Karen. And now you (laughs) over here. First of all, Karen trying to get that that, that that check. check, $50,000. And then then she was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I think I, I got DVR. Let me no, rewind that and pause it. Like, I'm gonna take a picture so I can like, zoom in. No, it'd be like, oh no, we were um we were like sitting on the couch watching episodes together. It was like our <laughs> weekly Thursday thing. Yeah. And then I was go, that really looks like Billy. And right. Billy's like, can we watch something else? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though, like like it's all about it's all about the check. It's all about, all the, about check. the check. What you won't do for money, what you will do. Do a lot, um, yeah. but no, oh god, yeah, um, it's mad annoying. It's just it's so very annoying. annoying. It's very, <laughs> and now that, and the fact that we have now three within the last forty eight hours, yeah, it's I, just like I really didn't even know about those three because, like I said last week, I've you know was had been struggling with the whole like feeling guilty for not paying attention mm-hmm. or like wanting to just like disconnect yeah. from it. And so I actually did that. I have yeah. not been connected and, and at all. That, yeah. and, and there's no issue with that because we, we all have to do it. But the, the fucked up part is that it's like I can take a break for as long as I want and guaranteed at this point, guaranteed I come back and like, oh, here's 10 more. Like, that's, and that's the, that is the fucked up part. That's the fucked it. up part. Like, you know, I'm working on for myself i'm working on like some t-shirts because i want to do something to mm-hmm. like help so i'm working on some t-shirts that i'm gonna like you know donate proceeds for and mm-hmm. all that good stuff and like you know i i've uh i'm a um i'm like a perfectionist when it comes to putting stuff out so i was like okay i want to put this out but i got put out like next week because like i don't want this to like 
I want people to still like, you know, see that this is important and like do whatever. And it's like, first of all, no, don't rush it. And then second of all, it's like, oh, this isn't going to go away in two weeks. It's not. And, you know? and honestly, I think I'm happy to know that it's not going to go away in two weeks. Yeah. This time around. Because any other time that it has happened, that two week span or a month later, we don't hear nothing else about it. Life goes on. Yeah, yeah. And right now, people are really organized and really pushing and continuing to push like daily. And mm-hmm. I'm happy because it, the noise needs to keep happening. It White does. people aren't. I saw well, somebody was yeah. like, um, if you feel overwhelmed by like some shit, like I would like come talk to me or something. I was like, wow, y'all, two weeks of rioting, or not on like saying rioting because we're not rioting, we're protesting. We are protesting. Two yeah, weeks of protesting, and you already fucking tired. Yeah, like shut up. Like four hundred yeah. years of slavery. Oh, did you see the um that the young lady who said that Jewish people don't act like this, and they were. You know, they went through some shit. And so why are we acting like this? And I it was like, did you that. forget that there was a whole second war that lasted three to four years? Yeah. Because and they also that. did end up getting some type of Yeah. Y'all got y'all. Y'all, y'all good. We learn about it in history class from the time we're in kindergarten until now. We'll all never forget through. the Holocaust. And we shouldn't forget the Holocaust. No, not at all. But we'll never forget the Holocaust. They have a museum. Dedicated to the Holocaust. Museums dedicated to the Holocaust. Memorials dedicated to the Holocaust. How many memorials do we have for all the unnamed black people that were killed and murdered on the transatlantic slave trade? Zero. We just got the National Museum of African American History in D.C. We have one in Baltimore. Yeah, they got one in Cincinnati. Well, I mean... I mean, not saying that we didn't have to. Let me take that. I I definitely fell into Nayo's trap. No, because you're right. Check me, though. But check me. It's okay. Because just because I hadn't heard of it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You pulled him last week. It's okay. I take that. Because, you know, that's prime thing. Just because I hadn't heard of it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So you're correct. But I'm talking about from a national scale. I got you. I got you. But yes. But you see, so... um, so they don't they don't equate is what I'm trying to make sense of like you can't compare the the mm-hmm. the atrocities done against the Jewish people to what's been happening to African American people for 400 plus years right you, you just can't equate them because then you're because by that point you're trivializing it now yeah so yeah like okay we can say that we were definitely put treated unhuman like we can all say that there is you know equality in the fact that at some point we were tested upon use mm-hmm. of scientific research and all mm-hmm. the other stuff. I mean, but, you know, at one point we were we were actual property. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. And then the fact that still to this day you might be Jewish, but only other white people are coming up to you saying like doing that oh, white people do that. White people divide White people create division. Yeah. White people went to Africa and created the Hutus and the Tutsi and, and and decided that y'all should fight against each other and it should be this whole genocidal war and all that other stuff. That was white people. It wasn't a black person waking up one day deciding, oh, my nose is a different shape than yours. Let's fucking start killing each other. White people put that in there. White people create those different levels of mm-hmm. fucking... Like everything, colorism, white people created that. Yeah. It's all white people who create all those divides. At this point, any derogatory term anybody's calling you is probably a penny picture. 
And that's just really y'all rich. All, you know, right. Like at the end of the day, y'all still rich. Y'all still got everything. Y'all still try to me. nobody like nobody sees your last name or your name or anything like that. Like y'all don't strategically think about what you can name your kids so that nobody yeah. knows that they're black and no and they can at least get the interview and at least try to yeah. do something for themselves before they get kicked out the damn office or whatever or not get the job because it's like, oh, I wasn't expecting a black person. Like you can yeah. have whatever name y'all want and it'd be okay. So a story with that, um, my mom was telling me how like when she um, she was going to do interviews back in the day, I think when we had first moved to Florida. Um, so I was like a kid, I was like four. Um, she was like, yeah, um, I went and I was doing interviews and my mom's name is Helen, okay? That's my mom's name. And so she's like, yeah, I went to the interview and the you know checked in, let them know I'm here for my interview at whatever time. The woman who was supposed to interview me came back and she was looking around the waiting room. Mind, she's like, mind you, it's only like me mm-hmm. in the damn office. And she was like, the woman came up to her sister. She's like, I'm sorry, I thought you said Helen Anderson was here. And my mom's like, <laughs> Your mom I'm, is tiny. No. I, I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Trying to make a point here. I know. <laughs> no, but seriously, so she was like, she's like, wait a minute, I'm the only person sitting in this room. The lady came and told the your assistant told you that Helen Anderson is here for her interview, and you walk outside. See, there's only one person in the fucking office, and then had the nerd to be like, "I thought you said Helen Anderson was here." Come on, say I walked out of that right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. as you should, because because like, you already know what the shit about to be like, <laughs> exactly. even if you got the goddamn job. Exactly. One thing I secretly low key loved about my last job was that I was the only black man in there that wasn't pushing a broom. And I don't mean that like as when I felt better than anyone else there, but I loved it because like, I, I liked this part of it was that I was always talking to like people um, in the congregation that would call. I used to work at a church in the communications office. Uh, people would call and they would have questions about whatever stuff on the website and everything like that and like all types of other shit. And I'd have to like call members and like interview them for pieces in our magazine and whatever else. And so they'd have to come into the office for an interview. So they're mm-hmm. talking to me on the phone. They see my email signature, all that good stuff. I love when they would come into my office and they'd be like, oh, I'm like, oh, hi, I'm Daryl. And I could just see it in their face. Yeah. I'm, I'm working with like, like a bunch of old, rich, glass white people. shatters. Glass shatter <laughs> like, oh, you're a Negro. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. How may I help you? You didn't tell me I was going to be doing no interview with no color boy. I imagine you just <laughs> quoted Hollywood. I know that's exactly where you got that line from. <laughs> you see it? But seriously, it was every, like... Of every time, like especially when it'd be like certain like people of a certain age right. and over, I'm just like, yes, I do work in this office. Yes, I am the one putting out all these bulletins every week. Yes, I am the one speaking to you in perfect English on the telephone. Yeah. Like, yes, because I can do that. And, and that's, so can that's other black the people. other thing that pisses me off is when having white people tell you you speak well. Oh, I take that as an insult. Me? It yeah. is an insult. It's a whole insult. It's an insult. It's Elaborate on that for me. And I've had, I've you don't use that ebonics. Um, first of all, ebonics is a whole language, bitch. Become verse. Okay. I, I Actually, believe. don't. Don't become verse. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> Leave us alone. In Ivy, League, <laughs> Ivy League colleges have that as a second language. Is it? Pause on that for a second. Do y'all find that weird that, like, Ivy, like, not all HBCUs, but, like, Ivy League schools have taken more of a, you know, a, a loving approach, quote unquote, <laughs> to, like, Black cultural studies and some HBCs. Like first of all, you can go to college and literally get a degree in weed cultivation, mm-hmm. and that shit's ridiculous. Because how the fuck 
can a white person go to this white school? Because I bet you if they started that shit at an HBCU, right. it'd be some hood trap shit exactly. on the taglines. Like, ain't no way. Only a white college can get away with starting some shit like that. Like, it's fucking, it's ridiculous. Alumni would be up in arms if we had a weed, you know, cultivating class at our HBCU. They would not go for it at all. Though we are a complete STEM school mm-hmm. and have the capability. We have a fucking farm. We do have a fucking farm. I, mean, I, have a farm. I think it's, Ooh, I think it's Aggie something tree? That, that should go, oh, go forward. Oh, that would be dope. Like, <laughs> like, let it go forward. I mean, at the point now where people can actually get land from the government and warehouses built from the government from that land grant to cultivate and grow weed and make it a business as well as getting money fronted from the government for yeah. a dispensary, why not? And that's that's my thoughts behind it. But I think there is still there it's there's that overt racism and perception that stops us that's from true. doing that. Because like Niall said, like, okay, yeah, you can go to I don't even know what schools, let's say it's Princeton. You can go to Princeton and take a whole class in herbology, as they're calling it, or right. something. You know, growing how to grow your own weed and then sell that shit legally. Um, we have the same take the same class, same curriculum. You know, put it at North Carolina A and T, shitstorm. <laughs> it's horrible. Like now, it's just like you, and especially if you go in for like a job interview or something, you have that on your resume. Like I majored in herbology mm-hmm. at North Carolina A and T, learning how to grow like weed and whatever else and all types of other shit. People gonna look at you crazy until you get the fuck out. They really look at you crazy because they make because not one of the name brand HBCUs as we like to call. It. And it's no shade to Spelman gotcha. or Howard or any of them, but. We all but there know is, there is a, there is a whole yeah. like hierarchy with yeah. white people at least of like the HBCUs that they that know about that are yeah. recognized. Right. Like you're not going to get the same type of respect going to Prairie View A and M that if they see that on your resume versus you know going to Howard. Right. That's just that's just that, what it is because they just don't understand. True. I can't tell you the amount of times like people have asked, "Oh, what school did you go to?" I'm like, "Oh, I went to North Carolina A&T. Oh, mm-hmm. where's that?" It's in Greensboro. They don't know where the fuck Greensboro is. <laughs> and they're from North Carolina. So. Wow. Oh, no. Just confusing. <laughs> but anyway. Wow. Yeah. You know what I hate? And this is like way off topic. But it really grinds my fucking gears. Yes, yeah, Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get it. It grinds my gears. When I see somebody in full fucking A&T wear. And I'm like, oh, okay. I see you, Aggie. And they're like. Oh, <laughs> like first of all, why the fuck did you go to A and T and don't have no Aggie pride? Like they used to piss me off at fucking um pep rallies and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like why aren't you chanting? Why do you think it's embarrassing to represent your school, especially the fact that you go to a historically black institution? Why do you think it's embarrassing to? I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck. I love when we have like A and T events in Atlanta. I would like because yeah. my ex did not believe me when I like when I'd be like, no, it's Aggie Pride, do or die. And he'd be like, okay. And then like I, we my dad pulled up to like some random hotel, seeing somebody in some Aggie stuff, and I was like, okay, Aggie. And chance began. Yeah. And he was just sitting there like, wow. Like, yeah, like yeah. it's serious yeah. for some of us, but like for the ones that really and that's don't. How, I mean, that's honestly that's how it should be. It that's 
how it should be. Like, why be. did you spend twenty thousand dollars to whatever, go to a school? I was about to say whatever yeah. school you go to, but you especially that in HBCU, that's how it should be. Like, you 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 should that's have the, that. Pride. Yeah, that's the culture we're built upon. Like, you because hell, if you can't take pride in that, what the hell are you gonna take pride in? That's very you true. Know? So, because I'm telling you, I see somebody with Falcons on. We, I know you going crazy. We we, we <laughs> calling it out, and we going Isaac Zuba. Boom, there it is. I don't go to Ohio State, but I see somebody from Ohio State, you know, OHIO, yeah, and yeah. it is what it is. But like, you should always have that pride. Now, this is shade to my cousin. We don't do that with UT Rockets, though. University. Of <laughs> no, I mean with HBCUs. Because <laughs> when I was at um the YMCA, we were all like, we all went to HBCUs. Some went to Spelman. Yeah. Some went to you know other schools, and we're all talking about that. And then like there was this girl who was like. She wasn't in college yet, but she was discussing like the type of colleges and her mindset. And like she had one made the statement that you should never fucking make. Oh, well, there's a lot of black people at this PWI, so it's basically a HBCU. Oh. No, bitch. Baby. Like we got on her for that. Then we <laughs> then we told her the whole like, okay, I may sense. make fun of Central. I may make fun of these schools. But don't you make fun of these fucking right, schools? You don't understand. Yeah. Why. You don't get it. I mean, like, it's a whole thing. Yeah, like, like you, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go hard for Winston Salem. I'm a go hard for all these other schools. But when we see each other, though, it's on site. So oh, you went to that school? Yeah, mm. that is really true. My, my homegirl uh, Rihanna, yeah, she yeah. went to Central. And when her and uh, Kurt hooked up to start working out together, oh. <laughs> he was she came in with something on, yeah. not knowing he went to A&T. And she was like, oh. And he was like, oh. <laughs> and then I was sitting there in my like, BGS. Oh. I was like, oh, yeah, that is a thing. Right. So, you know, now I'm sitting back like with the Michael Jackson. Like, what's about to happen next? <laughs> See? And that's what it is. See? If you, if you don't understand the culture, you won't get it. So, like, you know... And I, I, um, I don't. I hate that we're still, even in, especially now, still having this. To me, it's not an argument because it's stupid. But the whole like, oh, um, you're not gonna get a um, quality education at an all black school. Like, you need um, to go to a PWI because you're gonna get more experience, like exposure to like the real world and whatever mm. else. It's like, first of all, that statement is a bunch of bullshit. Second of all, is your are you equating my real world experience to you know being in an environment that doesn't give a fuck about my black ass and I'm just one in a number in a class or you know having to deal with overt racism from classmates because I'm one of what what we say now or now earlier now like six people yeah. in the whole damn <laughs> school. One of six. Well, I don't want to be your token black guy. I don't want to be the black person that you have to come and ask all the questions to. I had a very big debate about that in high school with my uncle mm -hmm. because I had the chance to go to Harvard and he was like really mad about it. One, because his daughter didn't do it. So it was like next hope was me 10 years later. Okay. Somebody in this family going to do it. That that was his thing. Okay. And I was like, I brought up why do I want to subject myself to being the one mm -hmm. I'm getting in mainly because of they need this. Yeah. And just be around a bunch of rich white kids that I can't all the time to. that can't relate to me and I can't relate to them. Not yeah. to say, you know, whatever, whatever, but that's not what I want. Yeah. 
And it was, you know, more like, well, it affords you the opportunity type of thing. He went down that track of, you know, connections and da 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 da. And I was like, but I can make the same connections at a regular school. Yeah. Like, if that's what I want to do. It's not Harvard connections. I want Amara to get accepted what, to know, Harvard, but like, I want her to oh. I want her to deny Harvard. I want it to be like, oh, <laughs> I got him. Yeah. And that's it. Like, yeah. you I don't have to go. I love those stories of, like, all of the kids that, like, applied to, like, you know, all the Ivy League schools mm-hmm. and got into all of them. But they're like, actually, I'm going to go to Alcorn. Right. Like, yeah. I actually, I love that. And, oh, it reminded me. So, um, Shannon Sharp, I think it was recently he did. It might have been slightly older. A video. I think it was a recent video. But he was talking about, like, how he went, he went to Savannah State for college um, and play football there, play in the league all that. Now he's a, you know, commentator on ESPN. And he was talking about like, you know, he's like, there was a time where I had the opportunity to transfer to University of Miami. It was my sophomore year. And I went and I would start filling out the paperwork and all that stuff. I went and talked to my coach in Savannah State. And he was like, why do you want to transfer? He's like, because like, I want, I want to play in a stadium with like, you know, 100,000 people or however long mm-hmm. seeing me. I want to be, I want to be seen. I want to whatever else. And he was like, if you have the talent, they'll see you regardless. Right. And yeah. he did. He got drafted, like seventh round draft pick. First of all, I'm playing. This is the most sports related knowledge I've ever had on something. <laughs> um, so that's how you know it hit me. <laughs> Definitely, because you know I'm sitting here looking like, oh yeah. I'm saying right. I learned something like, on that. He's spitting out like he I ain't learned. asked for no assistance by the eyes or nothing. You know, I know it. But um, but yeah. So I thought it was really good because he was talking about. He's like, I. He's like, I really um am hoping that more kids. Mm-hmm. Like, especially young black athletes, he's like, because it's true. Like, if you look at how some of these programs have treated these kids, like, it's kind of kind of like we said with the Army. Selling these dreams of, like, you can mm-hmm. make the league, we'll take care of you and whatever. Mm-hmm. Not say that doesn't happen, but majority of the time, you're just a body on the field. You're just another scholarship. You're mm-hmm. more scholarship dollars. You're another chance at a yep. championship. Not necessarily, like, about your growth, about, like, what you can do after this. If you don't make it to the league, where they, are they going to help you in any other way after right. you graduate? Is there a support system? Is there a network there? And yeah, which yeah. is true. That's something men really need. Like when they don't make it the way that they're supposed, where they think they're supposed to make it or they should have made it, mm-hmm. it turns into depression, yeah. anger, yeah. abuse, alcoholism, a bunch of stuff. And it's just like they have to understand that these aren't your only options. Yeah. And there's so many different things you can do to prove yourself and be a contributing human being to society. But no. Yeah. They just think like football, rapping, selling drugs, basketball, sports, sports. They're like that's the only way I can make money or music. Mm-hmm. That's how they're bred or army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so um, I agree with Shannon. Cash. Like, because you know a lot of these kids, I've heard a lot of the reason why a lot of these you know promising athletes from schools go to these like you know premier PWIs or whatever is because they're they're D one schools. We have mm-hmm. a ton of D one. Uh, HBCUs. Mm-hmm. We made it to A and T. Made it to like the yeah. second round of like the NCAA, like our senior year, whatever. Like, which was a big thing. We won the MEAC championship. We won the MEAC, which means we got into the NCAA mm-hmm. championship. We won like two games in that. Like, I was like, shit, if we go all the way, we gonna like, you right, know. Right. So that that opportunity is still there. And what do we have? We have um, we got several of our football players that play in the league now. Yeah. You know, and they did it going to a black school. A lot of, uh, there's a lot of um, football players that do come from HBCUs. Um, I think when you get towards the NBA, that's where you, it's like a, Mm -hmm. that weighted scale. On the NBA side, you don't have a lot of, a lot of players that are pulled from HBCUs. Yeah. But I think that goes again to what we're talking about, where they feel like they have to go to a PWI, like University of Kentucky, Ohio State, Ala- you know, University of Alabama, they have to go to those type of schools with that name recognition yeah. 
for college level to be able to be noticed, to be seen, mm-hmm. and be on TV. Whereas these other schools are still D1. Mm-hmm. You just go out there and, and exude your talent. Yeah. And as long as your talent is there, a scout going to come and get you. Right. And, and, I, and, you know, I don't know much about the sports scouting world, but I would bet that a scout who... Scout. <laughs> a scouting talent, a scout who is worth their job knows mm-hmm. like, hmm, I should go look where other people are not looking because everyone's mm-hmm. going to be going to Carolina to mm-hmm. go pick up, you know, whoever's on the team this year. Hmm, what's going on in these smaller schools that have just as much like because if you're winning a division championship, it shouldn't matter what division it is. I would think like you're winning a division championship, which means you have the best of the best in that division. So someone in there is going to be a standout. Mm-hmm. Someone in there is probably what you're looking for. Like, so I would assume that a smart sports scout would be doing that and going to the, you know, the hidden gems and all other places. But true. What do I know? I don't play sports. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So off topic, but onto the fun shit. Um, did y'all know Space Jam has a website? I do because you sent it to me. I was yeah. like, I did, but I'm looking at it. It's here. We're talking because actually this relates because we're talking about we're talking about sports. We're talking about Space Jam for some reason. I don't remember why me and I were talking about Space Jam, but we well, got on the topic. No, they're remaking it. They are with LeBron apparently. I think we were yes. talking about like black people and. Why were we talking about Space Jam? I remember. I think because I looked up how what the Rotten Tomatoes was. Yeah, it was but like we were just talking about like it was a reason. good movie. Yeah. Because- oh, I was talking about Charles Barkley. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Uh-oh, and I was like, you Not ain't Char- you ain't Charles Barkley. You just a wannabe. He was Be like, go wannabe. Because <laughs> our friend, yes, yeah. our friend was at a bar in Atlanta. Shout out to you, Candace. Candace, our friend Candace was in a bar in Atlanta and she said that Charles Barkley was at the bar. And she was like, at first she was like, I don't think that's Charles Barkley, but they happened to be Charles Barkley. And he bought all she he bought her, her and her, her friends, friends drinks. drinks. Nice. <laughs> so and so and then that was my reaction to it. Because that's what I think about every time I think about Charles Barkley. Yeah. You ain't even really Charles Barkley. <laughs> <Basketball Jones. wanna laughs> <be. laughs> I got a basketball jokes. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, it's got like a forty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just like, y'all have no taste, like, yeah, them, especially them for y'all. that movie at that time. Them people don't got like taste the cartoon quality was great. It was yes. great, like everything. Like the animation was, part yeah, of that was it was really good. Yeah, so. Space Jam was a good movie. It was, a, was great a good movie. movie. It burnt, it's, it's, it was a great it's got movie. cultural significance up through how this is what ninety. I would have known half out? that shit about Michael Jackson. Like oh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't what? know anything about Michael Jordan. <laughs> I wouldn't know half that shit about Michael Jordan if it wasn't for Space Jam. Like, if it really wasn't for I wouldn't, because I definitely didn't watch The Last Dance. Like, oh, I, don't know I what, didn't watch I don't The Last know what Dance. That's about I heard it was I good. I can watch it, because I, I did hear it. I might, I might watch it because I'm like, I want to watch it for the memes. (laughs) I want to watch it for all the memes that they have on Michael Jordan right now. I really want to watch it for that. (laughs) But he looks old. And that's what scares me. I know, like, this is like way like superficial. But when I see like people like who are fine, like, that's the thing about celebrities. Like, you can see how fine you used to be. And then you see how not fine you are now. (laughs) And I think about that, like, I got to really get used to the idea that 
maybe whoever I end up with might not be fine later. And it's like they find me. You gotta <laughs> fall in love what? with the spirit. I know. I gotta really love who you are because, like, you really this. might be ugly later. He's not even at old right now. But I'm like, why do you look so run down? Sure. You got money. Bitches that dying for Jordans. And you not getting, you not keeping your skin together. Come on, Michael. Oh, true. <laughs> what was it? Eric, they did the same thing with Eric Benet not too long ago, like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> They, unless I, unless he's changed since the last time I, I don't like, know. I have to go look because I thought I was like I don't think Eric Benet looks bad, but I think it was again like you said, like quarantine's really been showing everyone like what these Whoa. celebrities really look like right. outside without that. the makeup, without the because Diddy dye. without a haircut and dye. I'm just like yeah, that that yeah. sounds a, a about lot what Diddy should look like right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, like DJ Khaled. Yeah, that, like, that's that's pretty he accurate. Like one of the people that normally owns a bodega in New York. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you know, I think that's probably what it is. It's just like, oh, you're just seeing what people really look like. That's why yeah. the Kardashians have been off out of self focus. Of course, except for Chloe. <laughs> like she got a whole no new face. face. I don't know what she did, but she said she, quarantine ain't gonna stop me. <laughs> she got them to come to her damn house. I, I love I love sending Daryl stuff that I see with shade about the Kardashians. I hate them because I I know it just gives him so much. Joy. Joy. Can you put that in the group message? I want to see I'll start it. doing it. Because <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be scrolling and I'll randomly see something. I'll be like, I will tag to I Daryl gotta with send you. this to Daryl. Naya, remember how we were, we were also talking about like how um, we didn't think there was anybody, any black people in Wisconsin? Oh, yeah. Oh. Wisconsin. Eric, Eric Benet is from Wisconsin. Oh. No, Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, that's where Milwaukee is. That's where most of them are at. Though. Oh, in Milwaukee. Oh, I guess so. That's the, only, like, that's the most populous for black people oh, okay. in Wisconsin. Y'all about to have me say Wisconsin. Say Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm going to go get a mansion. Okay, somewhere in Wisconsin. He was like, I'm going to go around this. I'm going to do it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but you know what? Everybody used to sing that what part was like that? it was so right. <laughs> Your frenetic laugh. <laughs> Is that automatopoeia? <laughs> Because yeah, he was like, it was this hearty, rich man. I have this cup, like, with martini glass with cocktails. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. It, just, it sounded like yacht country. Like, oh. it was just like, that's not even it. Like, it was different. It was so hearty. Like, it really sounded You've been like. On some yachts there. <laughs> I wish I was trying to drive the boat. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I, I do was... want to go to Lake Norman, though. My mom and I can live back in the house. But I want to go. I've never Lake been either. Norman. But we were supposed to go for her birthday. And we here. never went. Her is Alexis. Hey, Alexis. <laughs> also, we're no longer live. Damn. <laughs> I thought y'all knew because that's bingo. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's big. No, last time I turned around, it was always. So Is I there know. a time limit? No. I think so. If we're going live, your phone just. It hasn't been two well, hours. It hasn't. It's been, been fifty five minutes. Look, <laughs> <laughs> she like oh. <laughs> your phone, tired of our your shit. phone just was like nobody's watching this. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, it was showing us. We had seven. We had eight. We had uh, nine people view. Okay. I'm going to save it to IGTV. Though. I'll be That's not counting me, right? I'm about to say we had seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might have been See? you. <laughs> I think I jumped in twice. It's possible. It might have been you. I just want to know that it's Oh, my uh, gosh. I'm crying. I've been crying today. this whole time. I'm so weak. Oh my gosh, y'all are funny. Daryl gonna fire both of us. We're doing the same shit we did last week. Look, you're still trying to read no flyers, Daryl. I have to because we have to promo. I'll promo. Please. Okay, fine. I'll let you do it. That's fine. That is fine. Anyway, 
Uh, we love you. I love y'all too. I can't get fired. I'm the showrunner. Oh, so. cheeks hurt. I can out. I can always find a new cast. <laughs> find one that's gonna match your taste, Daryl. I will. Who's gonna follow dress code, even when they don't know about it? <laughs> Torian is matching I'm, with us today, today, guys. So today, me and I decided to wear khaki, and we weren't gonna tell Torian on purpose because he's wanted to whole see. setup. Even though my whole car matches what they got on. It doesn't matter. Just can't count. bring the car into the studio. <laughs> so it didn't matter. But then this nigga hopped out in the car with some fucking khaki Nikes on. So he. Hey. Yeah. So here we are. That was somebody but God. <laughs> it was because God, God knew <laughs> that y'all was trying to say He made a way. Got a no way for you. <laughs> <laughs> trying to set me up. <sighs> anyway. Um, so uh, I'll segue. For a moment into like some wellness stuff, just because I, um, I want to share like I guess a wellness thing that I've had this week. Um, so it's been a rough couple of weeks with all the other stuff and everything else going on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I wanted, I've been wanting to try and get more into like meditation and like you know affirmations yes. and like purposeful on, thinking chakras. and yeah, I I've really been looking into that lately. I really would like to do that. I actually um, have a friend who does tarot. And so um, I hit her up and I was like, yeah, I want to like try one out. So she's currently working on one for me. I'm just, I'm just interested on it. Um, I did ask her to be on the show too. So she'll be talking to us soon. Oh, she wants to be on our show. She also still being on the <laughs> show. <laughs> and she will be on the show. Just let us know, girl. You know, we, we're ready whenever. <laughs> but um so uh but yeah so with that i was like um looking you know and everyone since we're all in the mode of really trying to be you know better holistically and all that and really still want to keep it blackity black 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 i did find a black started and black focused um mental health app called shine i wanted to shout them out because they're been really good this week i've only been in for like a week but like they send you daily check-ins. I didn't do my check-in this morning. I'm going to do it when I leave here. Um, they send you like daily check-ins and like um, topics for like advice. And they're very timely because they're it's like live real time. Mm-hmm. So like they've been talking about like, you know, how to like keep your mental wellness in check with everything going on with the, yeah. with the pandemic and then with all of the, um, you know, all the things surrounding the protests and the police brutality and murders and all that. Um, so... It's been a really good app so far. Yeah. Wake up every morning and do like a little, it's called the Daily Shine that they send me. And it's like a seven to 10 minute, like mini podcast essentially of like for the topic of the day and like with breathing exercises nice. and stuff like that. So also to touch on that, I haven't looked at any of them. I've seen them, but I didn't, you know, go into each one. But Apple on the App Store, they do have resources or other apps that are black I did apps, see that you know yeah. they're there for that with that purpose too yeah just don't know the name of them so I can't probably they're there but know. if you go to app store it's like right there in the yeah. big box you'll see it it's like a whole little scroll yeah like a little pre that's how I found shine so it's working shout out to Apple for doing what they gotta do for right now um so so I will just make that into a question for quickly um how I feel about like these brands, we talked about it a little bit last week, let's but like, let's talk about, I want to talk about Starbucks particularly. <laughs> okay, you already know how I feel about that. I like, know how you do. But go ahead. They was it. arresting motherfuckers for waiting for business meetings and oh, you truly yes. expect that, no, they don't, they cater to their white people because white, that's what they're going to cater to. Like, then they're like, oh shit, 
like we can't do that there's white people who aren't racist and so then now they're trying to backtrack because that white person who has that great grandbaby who's black feels some type Mm. of way now not Mm. great I mean (laughs) and so it's just like I think I I I don't expect nothing from it that's why I've really been been doing my research on how to start buying more black it's just really unfortunate that like I mean, everybody starts off small, but like we really have to like do our part in paying um, and giving bl- black businesses corporate type of stuff. And yeah. when you're giving those opportunity black businesses, don't sell out. Don't sell Thank it to no you. white person. Keep Thank it you. in. Yeah. Like Thank sell to if you're going to sell, sell it to another black person. Yes. Like don't can, don't yes. sell it to white people because the the point of us coming how you got your audience is because we were so proud of you right and yeah. now here you go selling it because like and they're they offering you something and they, mm-hmm. they do that and not only do they do that you took whatever they gave you yeah, yeah. and they're still making that plus, plus. plus and it's like why would you why would you just give a give it up because you're like oh well i can live off of three mil no like no, no like you should have kept that and it's it, that's and that's where i want to chime in with like what i my biggest qualm with any any business but particularly with like with us trying to do more black business and i want us to do that but black businesses let's talk about us be real with the sales for a minute we gotta have some business sense too. We gotta or we gotta like really get into it and really like figure out what you wanna do with your business. Like don't I don't I, just don't 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 promise things that you can't promise. Don't go over and above like your actual business means. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of just be smart about your business. And I, I don't know how else better to put that, but basically just don't have shitty business practices. Yeah. Like really educate yourself on business itself so yeah. you can run your business better. Cause there's nothing worse than no than going to a business and having terrible customer service. I was about to say customer service is your business. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than like, you know, I've shared the story before that young man with my jumpsuit <laughs> makes a great product, still makes a good product. Why can't you just deliver the product that you said you were gonna make? Because exactly. we see you making it. Exactly. Like so, and it's and again, it's this is not to generalize, but in in general, I will. Okay, so maybe it is, but just <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I just think just if you're just, gonna just if you're gonna be about your business, be about your business. Just make sure that you're doing top quality business, so people want to go to you. Because at the end of the day, me as a consumer, though I want to be very conscious about who I'm buying from and everything like that. We all know that cost cost is what drives people too. If your product is super duper expensive and it's not doing the same thing as the cheaper product that's actually doing more, your consumer is going to go Something the other way. Something I've noticed about black people is that they up the prices on stuff because they see white people doing that. And then they're like, well, you would pay this white person this, so pay me this. And it's just like, I'm not saying that you don't deserve that, but how you going to just assume I was going to pay that for a white person? I wasn't. True. <laughs> That's why. I wasn't going to pay that anybody. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> so, it's not a matter of who I, you I'm are. Not, all the time. I'm definitely well, not they, a, um, yeah. about asking for discounts. Like, I really try my hardest not to ask for discounts. If I feel like I'm going to have to ask you for a discount, then you're just not going to hear from me until I can pay full price. Right. And, um... But shit, I told my story a million fucking times about my running with a black artist. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Trap House Heart. And... We see you. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's just like I, I really don't like the un- I don't like when people are unprofessional. It's, it's just it's really ridiculous because yeah. because as black people we represent everyone. That's the so problem. it's That's just really what it is, right? So there. it's like I I I Whether hate you want to that or not. you might be talented. Yeah. I hate that you might have good work ethic, and I and I really hate seeing you constantly try to get new clients because all I think in my head is how you fuck me over, mm-hmm. and then it's just like. You don't have any remorse. You don't have any professionalism about it. It's not, oh, well, here, let me do this, this, that, and a third to make sure that I keep your, you know, your customer. Every time I see a black person ever, ever in a fucking life has criticism thrown at them about some unprofessional thing they've done, it's fuck you. I don't need you. I like it, I don't care. Like when when you see those girls, like this whole natural, I mean the, this whole I'm a hairdresser movement yeah. where it's like, oh, you better come with your hair Wash, damn near dry, style. Yeah. And but you still gonna pay me three hundred dollars. Right. What am I paying you three hundred dollars for? So in the bundles that I already yeah. bought? No. Yeah. Like <laughs> it no, that's ridiculous. And and then it's always, well, fuck you, you don't have to have my service. That's not how you should feel. Not Especially Shorty that said, Don't come to my house and ask to use the bathroom. You better pee before you get here. Like that. That's ridiculous. You're so fucking unprofessional for that. That is very unprofessional. You don't care about your clients. And I don't want nobody touching me or anything because any any type of contact is an exchange of energy, whether it's sex, familial, friendship, platonic, it's whatever. You're still exchanging energy. And I don't have time for your energy to be in my hair for four to eight, six weeks because- (laughs) Braid it in there. Right. Because you (laughs) want it to be disrespectful. Like that girl who was sitting there with her natural, you see how nappy and Courses. Like yeah. I would have got the fuck up, and you, last thing you would have seen was her phone flipping because I would have slept this shit. Right? Like, her. You talk about me like fucking, fucking wrong with you, bitch? Like are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So yeah, no. It, and that's what it is. You gotta like, be more professional when, like, we have to. Yeah. We already have. What they say? You gotta work two times harder to Twice get twice as ha- hard to get half what they got. And so, as a black professional, you gotta be four times as professional. And I think it's a level of there's a level of humility that comes with that, like knowing that if you did something wrong, owning up to that mistake and working to fix it. Mm-hmm. Or like if you can't I've had situations where like I produced a whole product, I've took pre-orders, did whatever, and then I just could not deliver on the product. I had to suck it up. I had to send that message out to everybody, like, hey, sorry, this isn't gonna happen. Your refund has been sent. And that's just what it was. And yeah, did I have to have my tail between my legs for a little while for that? Yeah. But now I know what to fucking do next time. Mm-hmm. And it was early in the game where like I didn't lose a relationship with those people and it strengthened a relationship yeah. because they're like, oh, I see that you're not trying to really fuck me over. Because right. yeah. you, you, you could have took the money, blocked them, changed the email, mm-hmm. like a bunch of shit, but you didn't. And that's and that's pretty much like the shit I went through with that guy. Like it was just like, oh, stop fucking telling people. No, Nigga, I'm gonna tell fuck everybody. You. And no. there's people in my fucking messages telling me about you. Like that's and, the thing. That's a that's, pattern. That's, I think that's the thing that mm. a lot of people don't get. The the worst way to get the best way to get built up, word of mouth, and the worst way to get torn down, word of mouth. That is the ultimate marketing tool that mm-hmm. is out there, especially now with social media being so instant. Word of mouth is always gold. Somebody when it comes to promoting or demoting the business said that black people have one bad run in with another black person, and so we and it goes to ten people. Like, but so we just stop working with them. Mm-hmm. But white, but we have problems with white companies, and then we get our refund and we buy something again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's not true for me. I stopped shopping at Target for years once they fucked me over. I just bought something from Target the other day, and that's 
only because I knew Target was going to have what I was looking for. Yeah. And also, it's like the only shit open. But outside of that, like, I would never have gone to Target. I don't go to Target because they fucked me over once and mm-hmm. I don't want to give them my money no more. And I get them, and they're going to $200, but whatever. And then, um, <laughs> same thing with ASOS. I'm not shopping at ASOS anymore. I, I should know. not I send know. you a pair of pants six times and you keep giving me a size 14. I ordered a 10. I'm confused. Yeah. So it's just like, no, like, I'm not, like, I personally, when I have a bad run in, yeah. With any company, white, black, I'm done. I try to get you to redeem yourself. You mm-hmm. spit in my face, and yeah. now I'm done. I don't have to shop with you no more. There are millions, thousands, hundreds of yeah. other places I can shop. I don't need you. Yeah. And the thing is, so even when it comes to the cost thing, like, if I want something, I'm going to buy it at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do my homework. I'm going to see who's got it the best, who's got it the cheapest, who's got it more cost efficient, whatever it is. At the end of the day, if you, as the black seller, has it, you know, it might be $200 for me, but I know it's the quality that I want. It's like whatever versus the white person or XYZ, whoever that's got it for $50. I'm going for quality. I'm going to get I'm gonna get it from yeah. you. So, you know, I do the same thing whenever I have someone ask me for like design work and they ask me like, oh, what's your price for, you know, a logo or whatever. I tell them my price and they're like, oh, um, that's a little expensive. I'm like, okay. I mean, you, I gave you a quote. That's just mm-hmm. what it is. You take it or leave it. I'm not upset if you do or don't. Like right. that's. Well, the part of clothes, because at the end of the day, someone else is going to. Somebody else, is and they're going to they're gonna get the quality work that I would have given you too. So it's just that's that's all I ask for any business owner, any black business, and there's several that are top notch and doing extremely great things. That's why Niall shouts them out on her page by Black all mm-hmm. the time. Ooh, before I forget, there's one in Charlotte that I just discovered. Like yesterday that I didn't know. That's my competition, Daryl. Fuck you doing some plays. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's why black people can't get ahead right no, now. No plays. Oh, shout no. out, shout out to Maddie and Jeff. Oh, no. <laughs> For real, though. Shout out to Dub C. Dub C. It's all. It's all oh, um, West yeah. Charlotte and HBCU Pride. Up and through. I'm trying to pull it up. I want to make sure I tell the actual name correctly. Um, do, 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 do. Pull it up. Pull it up. Where to go? Where? Okay. The Instagram page is called CLT Black Owned, Charlotte Black Owned. And their Instagram reads, a place to support, highlight, and increase the visibility of Charlotte's local black businesses and services. Um, they started this page like just about like the end. They started the page May 31st. And they've already got like 10,000 plus followers. And like they've been shouting out a bunch of cool black businesses. And like, again, top-notch businesses. So... I want to shout out to them because, like, just like how Nayo's got it going on, like, we need this exposure. Like, because people always make that excuse, like, I don't know a black person that's doing this, that, and the third. It's like, have you looked? Have you done the research? Because I guarantee you there's somebody somewhere. It's a matter of, like, do you really want it? And then, like, is it really something you really care about? Yeah, I about to say black toothpaste companies, black toothbrush companies, black toilet paper companies, black laundry detergent companies. Mm-hmm. They're out there. They're literally black companies. First of all, you really think white people are in that shit? Like, <laughs> we used to wash their clothes. <laughs> so, with I mean, that good lie soap. I mean, we did teach them how to take baths. So, so. That's not even cap. That's a fact. That's Look a fact. it up in history. That's a fact. So. Right, because they were making fun of us for washing more than once a month. Yeah. They were like, hold up. Y'all, wait, I'm you sorry. Take, I to ask, do y'all you wash your legs? Baths every day? Do you wash your legs? Yeah. Do you I'm, wash your feet? Yeah. Okay, I've become sure far more attentive don't. to it because, like, <laughs> I realized, like, apparently I was supposed to be scrubbing, scrubbing, do like a little light scrub. 
But no, like they was like, clean, you, you got scrub. Like you really got scrub. <laughs> you got to get like the rough loofah. And that. So so now like. Give yourself a pedicure. I, I washed my body with Twitter in the back of my head. <laughs> like, it's like, am I not trash right? yet? Did I get everything? <laughs> <laughs> That's real though. That's but no, I so, did see yeah. that that before about people not washing their Look, I think the white thing that I do is <laughs> I, I don't. I have a thing about washcloths. I don't like using washcloths, and like I recognize that I've been recognized before the whole Twitter thing came out that black people have a thing against white people <laughs> that use washcloths. So when I used to go to like people's houses and they give me the washcloth, I just. Wet it. Because I because I like I'll use it on my face or like or I'll use it on my body, but I don't like using it in both. Gotcha. And then I right. found that like I was like running through my washcloths mm -hmm. far more often because I was using like two or three. Cause then yeah, it's like Yeah, it's mm -hmm. just like it's just so many, it's just so many different yeah. and so it, it I just I just gave thing. I just gave up on it. And then like <laughs> and then I will see I the only issue I see it is if I'm by myself. Well, I'm not anymore, but I was by myself. Mm -hmm. This is my bar of soap. Right. This is what I'm using right, on my body. Right. True. And even when I'm at somebody else's house, I brought my own stuff. Right. I don't, like, if it's 80 y'all in the house and all y'all use it is one bar of soap <laughs> and none of y'all use the washcloths. Uh -uh. Like, that's that's yeah. community well, soap. Know, I, even stopped using <laughs> I even stopped using bar soap. That's I use, nice like, the Castile soap now, which I, I find actually is, like, better for my for my skin like it's not as rough it's like liquid so i can use as much or as little as i want it gives mm -hmm. a nice lather um you know it did at first i was thinking like hmm the fact that i could wash my floors with are they this black and on? my body like are they black on dr bronner's i'm not sure so I'm see gonna i use bar research. because i buy be. i buy homemade I black owned soaps so i use uh, bars sure I mean, I do like the Shea Moisture so, which is still they're black not black owned. owned. No, they're, they're not, not black owned. They not haven't anymore. been black. Oh wait, no, you're right. Years. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I take that back. Yeah. Well, I haven't used their soap in some years either. So, but when I was using their well, soap, well, I nice. <laughs> definitely used Dove. That is not black owned. I mean, look. At the end of the day, what works for your skin is works for your skin. But though. you know, but as long as you made an effort. Yeah. Oh, of course. There you go. Now, I I don't think. It's not impossible. It really isn't impossible. It's just a little harder. It takes a lot more work to completely transition into being completely black. Just mm -hmm. like if you are a meat eater and you're transitioning yeah. to being vegetarian, yeah, you know, yeah. it takes work. It's just work. But just I don't think, about it too. yeah, I just don't think like, I don't think there's a huge issue in giving money to white companies. It's just that when these white companies have blatantly let you know that they don't yeah, care for right. the black community, right. stop giving your money to those people. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. true. Like, like, I don't go to Starbucks. First of all, have you ever, like, sat there and watched the Starbucks drink be made? This shit is mostly nothing. It's mostly cup. It's mostly cup. <laughs> and it'd be like a shot. It'd be a shot of goddamn... And that's, that's, that's your money being, like, Buying just coffee, black yeah. coffee, yeah. buying just tea, that's good. But when you buy shit that got ice in it, it's yeah. mostly oh, ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, whole cup, is the ice. whole cup is yeah. fucking ice. Mm -hmm. You have to ask for no ice. So yeah. then they looking at you like, shit, we got to fill the cup we up. Gotta yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> like, so it's just like, no, I don't, I don't even like fucking drinking Starbucks because it's just like that shit is a waste of your fucking money. They charging you six, yeah. seven dollars for nothing. But you know, I, I don't, I don't think they're. Can we talk about really quick about the whole Walmart thing though? What the Walmart, Walmart thing? So you know how it was the whole thing going about Walmart. Pe people started calling out Walmart for having um, 
labor law. Having and their stuff. no 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 oh. having the black products locked up in all oh, that, right? yeah. oh yeah. So now yeah. they've decided to not and that's lock not, them up. That's not every talk, Walmart. That's right. not every Walmart. And I've seen that at at other stores. And yeah, I, I, I think I think it's wrong. I do think it's wrong. It's wrong. Though. But at the end of the day, when you are they wrong for having it? <laughs> no, it's when you look at the pictures. What I paid attention to was the prices. White hair products cost two dollars. Yeah, <laughs> black hair products cost thirty. Oh yeah, yes. like so, yeah. yeah. I mu- I honestly much rather yeah. lock up this thirty dollar product and not lose thirty dollars mm-hmm. or whatever they had to pay. You know, to want to sell it for thirty dollars right, right, right. than. This goddamn two dollars swab that (laughs) nobody checking for. Yeah, but see, I I think this is where my issue came for for it. So one hand, I'm like, okay, I can I can almost get it, whatever. But on the other hand, I'm like, uh, this is more so about people complaining about. On the other hand, I'm like, we all know that. There's a particular reason with certain stores in certain areas of why they have it. I was going to say, you can't ignore that fact. So it's like, we cannot ignore that we are the reason (laughs) that they're locking it up in some cases. Yeah. Now, I have been in other areas of with Walmarts because, you know, my my school is in the middle of damn cornfields. True. And the stuff that was locked up there is stuff that not black people are either one going to steal or buy. It was more so of that demographic. So that's why I was like, really? And I, it, I don't think really every. I think there. Yeah, I really think it depends because not everything has a racist connotation to it. That's true. Is is it over? Like, is the bottom line that it is like to prevent black right, people, right. which does make it racist? Yes, that is probably ninety percent of the reason why most of them done it. But there, like, there are the places that literally are just like yeah. thinking about their money, like how I would be thinking. Like, even if I own something, I'd be thinking yeah. like, shit. Like, let me see which product was getting stolen, stolen the most, the most yeah. and where is all my up. money going? Right. Like, and on the reverse <laughs> side of that, it can when you when you do that, and you when you do that, you do create this mindset in people of like, oh, yeah. well, now you already think I'm a criminal anyway. So, right, you right. know, so it's it's a two-edged thing. And it is hidden behind that veil of like, well, this is just stuff that gets stolen a lot. It doesn't have anything to do with like the race of the people or that is for like black people or people mm-hmm, of color. Mm-hmm. They hide, they, a lot of companies do hide behind that when that is in fact the reason. Right. So, yeah, it's fucked up regardless. Um, just don't lock up shit. But like I mean, but I guess you could if you want to put devils after you could same thing say the same thing of like why they lock up all the male razors <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, no, I'm about to say they lock up the condoms. They lock. They I, do. I don't. I why are you locking up the condoms? That they lock up the pregnancy test. Like I do not. I want to discreetly buy this bitch. Like, <laughs> right, you got no. You got to go. It. Read the, it's like, hi, can you unlock this? I would like the KY warming no. cessation. No, and please. see, this one guy was like, um, he no, Been I don't there. like. I don't like none of that. Get that, get that hot cold shit away from me! <laughs> that was oh the last my God. time I bought it too. <laughs> Hell no! Nah. I remember one time I had sex with, with them ice. Up. Was heaty ice, ice heat condoms? Yeah. Icy hot. Oh my god, it was just warming sensation. And I'm sitting there like, yo, my vagina's on fucking fire. Like, but how do you stop some nigga and tell him, yo, my vagina's on fire? And so then he was like, yo, my dick's on fire. And I was like, yes, like we're both on fire. It's not an STD. We're both feeling a little weird here. 
Fuck yeah, them the, damn um, shit. The warming lubricant for yeah for gay sex is not. The <laughs> yeah, I damn sure don't want no hotness in my ass. I learned. <laughs> I learned in that day. It's just not a good thing. Oh, I don't know. Boy. I don't know who invented it. I prefer cooling sensations. Give me some ice. That's yeah. who invented it. <laughs> give, give me some they ice. Like Shit, pour some candle wax on me and give me an ice cube. We can do oh. it that way. <laughs> Man, candle right. wax used to be be a good trick for oh. me back in the day. Wow, I believe this. I used. I won't go into that. Oh. That's a different segment. No, let's go into. Yeah. <laughs> we got time. We we don't you we don't, don't have we time. Don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time. I still gotta read you unless do? you won't read. No, no. <laughs> I will not be doing any excerpts this week. I will let you handle that. Okay. So to wrap up the show, I guess for mental health, I would say that um was something me and Daryl were talking about was meditation mm-hmm. and just like mantras and like how much, and I've spoken about this on the show, just how much being in tune with yourself and trying to be better. Just trying, just the thoughts, like your like your thoughts really fucking work. And so just thinking, like literally make sure that doesn't mean that you can think I'm not I don't have heart disease. You can think like stuff like that. No, like get your get the real health stuff checked out. But you when it comes to your mental health and your emotional and spiritual well being, you can think that into a better place as well as accompanying it with working on it. Mm-hmm. So um some mantra, a mantra that I told Daryl to work on was when you step out of bed every morning. Um, say something that you, you know, how you want to start off your day, your week, your month, like touch your heart and say it with true intention yep. and start your mornings off like that every single day. So for example, of all of this stuff right now with COVID, it's like really stressing you out and like, you just don't know like where your place is or anything like that. And you don't know what to do because we're half open, we're half closed. It's just like a very weird place to be. You can just step out, hold your heart. I'm balanced. I'm Okay. My day is going to be great. Like just, just something to remind yourself that like you're going to be okay. You're grounded. You're balanced. It, something that we always use and um, the facility I worked at was look down at your feet. You're at your place mm-hmm. now. Just do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. So your place, you're grounded. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about how you choose to look at stuff and yes stuff is bad but shoot i know we all have gone through stuff this past few months right now at this very moment but you all you heard all the laughs and you know how you can find a time to have a good time and to truly step out of the chaos that is everyday life um as far as my reading skills go Let's check these out. It's all right, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt last week. <laughs> we did not. It's all right, baby. Go ahead. What are you a we damn about like, me? Stop. <laughs> I'll handle it. <laughs> Give me the bike. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about my little ass. It's okay. Just though. when I started to get concerned, <laughs> we looked at each other and it was out the window. I was. I don't know what was going on. Go ahead, though. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> Okay, so if you were listening to us last week, if you follow any of us, you should see that we are doing a book bag drive in collaboration with um, many other people. Did you name the people last week? I did. Uh, should, I, should I name them now? I don't have all their names. Let me see if I can zoom in on this. Okay. So Drew versus the world. Wine all about it. We're all adults here. We're all adults here. Not what I said. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, that, I can read them. I can I'm about to say Daryl Jr. Do you know it? <laughs> I do know do you it. Have the list? I can read it. I have the list. Okay. Oh, you have a list? Oh, oh yeah. you're reading off the thing. Yeah, I don't but know. Because it says, like, know. that's my shit. Head wraps. I, yeah. I got, oh, I head wraps? Okay, so listen. So I'm going to let Niall take it after this, but this is who we're working <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, because I, I don't know any of these people. I'm sorry. I was not listening when we read the names off last week. Scratch that. All right. Wait, I can read everything but whine about it. Okay, look. Okay, it's Drew vs. the World. <laughs> We're all adults here. That's my shit. Head wraps and lipstick. Talks and then I speak your piece. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Run it back. <laughs> anyway. Run it track back. It's the pull up back to school drive. Join <laughs> us in helping 200 kids fill their backpacks June 7th. We're already past that. To July 31st, 2020. You can cash app at dollar sign help kids learn. That's dollar sign, help kids learn. You can send a dollar, a penny, anything to help kids learn to donate. For more info, email genius at trulygenius.co. So, yeah, please, 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 please. We're in charge of folders and pens. Yep. But we are willing to accept anything. Um, you can just go to the dollar store, buy a book bag, fill it up with school supplies, and just let us know. And we will figure out a way to come get it from you or meet up with you or whatever. Right. Not me. You have to deliver it to me. I don't got a car. But <laughs> <laughs> but they, my co-hosts, <laughs> they'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> so. We got you. Anyway. But no, so we're, our goal is to fill 200 book bags for some awesome kids and families here in the Charlotte area. And again, if you want to donate, you can hit any of us up or you can donate at any of the Huga locations here in Charlotte. Um, we will post the information on our um, page, but we do have collection bins at each Huga co-working space location here in the city. And on an update, we got an update from Drew from Drew vs. World Podcast. He's the mastermind behind this. Um, we have so far raised $100 toward the drive. Nice. Just sent that I'm about to today. send a dollar. See, it'll be $101. Do I hear $102? I mean, we asking you. Anybody. <laughs> we can send a dollar and hit each. So we got $104 <laughs> there go. so far. But no, but seriously, though, it's for a great cause, guys. Um, we're doing this because... <laughs> no, I'm going to send $20. See? There we go. This is what happens. But no, seriously, it's a community initiative. We're really trying to raise money it's for some money, awesome y'all. kids. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Point being, be a hero. Please help. I gotta stop looking at people. <laughs> Please stop. This is it's, it's it. We're jacking about it, but seriously, no. We're we're really excited to work on this. Um, it's gonna be a great initiative. We're gonna have an a, an event culminating all of this in August. We'll have more details about that. Where we're gonna actually be able to distribute the backpacks and the supplies to. Um, the different families and kids. But until then, we are still taking donations, monetary and supply-wise. So hit any of us up in our DMs, hit up the Talks DM or our email at TalksPod at gmail.com. I just donated $20 to help kids. So $120 plus another <laughs> at least three coming from the rest of us in here. So $123 we've raised thus far in the first week. So... Help us reach our goal, guys. For real, for real. Help us reach our goal. It's going to be great. And we appreciate you in advance. But that is the end of our show this week. We hope to hear you all 
Will y'all hear us? Deep breaths, meditation. Get off of social media for, you know, yes, every please. now and then. Don't don't yes. let that stuff get into your head too much. Be aware, be conscious of what's happening around you in this world. Definitely don't, you know, live under a rock, but it's a lot and, you know, it's very hard breaking to see how often this is happening they don't care they don't care about us and we got to care about ourselves and Michael we gotta, Jackson said it a long say, time I ago we had like yeah. a cue like to just 30 seconds we won't get sued right. 30 seconds I don't I'm own the rights to this music that's all you gotta say I don't own the rights that's to this that's all you gotta say <laughs> but seriously but yeah but alright but thanks y'all for joining us and we'll catch y'all later bye, bye.